there it is, there it is. What is going on, everybody? Good morning. Good morning. If you're on, obviously, if you're on the West Coast, if you're in New York uh, or on the East Coast uh, or where our boy B-Cam is on, 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 in D.C., this is lunchtime. Uh, we just woke up over here. We good. <laughs> All right. Uh, welcome to the Greatest Combat Show and Culture Show, the entire Universe to Fight podcast. I am your host, Underground King, Serge Vicente, and we have an amazing show for you guys. So we're going to start doing this pretty consistently. All right. And what we're going to start doing is uh, is essentially called morning coffee and fight news, man. Uh, we're going to get up in the mornings. We're obviously always do this prior, you know, after your uh, the big fights on the weekend. So probably Monday mornings, we'll end up doing this around 1030 Monday mornings. But we'll also end up doing this, especially for big fight weekends. We'll also end up doing this, you know, Fridays to lead up to it to give you guys a little bit of something. I'll give you guys my fight picks and it'll be a little bit more of a quick episode. You know, we'll make sure we sit back and and uh, we have a little bit of fun. Um, obviously, I'm going to talk about some fight news. Uh, but not only am I going to talk about fight news, but come on, man, we got to talk about you know a little bit of a little bit of music, a little bit of culture, uh, and, and obviously, man, just have some fun with it. Okay. So before we go ahead and get started, man, on today's menu, what we're going to go ahead and break down today. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about, obviously, the, the big fights of the weekend, man. We have a couple incredible matchups this weekend. We have the Lomachenko fight. We have a Lomachenko fighting Teofimo Lopez. Is it too much, too soon for Teofimo, or is he going to be the next the big thing in boxing? We'll go ahead and discuss that. Also on this, on, uh, on, on this episode, we're going to talk about uh, Bellator 239. That just happened last night. And we're also going to go ahead and talk about uh, this upcoming weekend's fight, UFC Fight Night, with the Korean zombie against the return of Brian Ortega, who no longer has his luscious locks like I do. My man's got the baldy. Woke up this morning, my man should straight bicked as you dig. Some people are saying it's because of weight cut. Other people are saying other things. So we'll go ahead and discuss that as well, man, uh, along so many other things. Uh, before we go ahead and get started, let's go ahead and give a shout out and a little bit of love to our sponsors obviously like i said we got to show some love uh to everlast everlast we love you guys man no club official we love you guys cbd pure check them out man we go ahead we got to give you guys you know all, all the love for that as well um 10 off uh 15 off for cbd pure and you get ten dollars off for no club official check them out today man we're gonna go ahead and take care of you guys uh on behalf of the fight podcast all right so uh without further ado let's go ahead and jump on into the episode i uh, hope you guys are having a beautiful day man uh it's starting to feel a lot like fall a lot of places in the world uh, everywhere except for here in LA, it's still like 90 degrees outside, but it is what it is. Uh, I'm over here, like I said, sipping. Uh, like I said, I know it's called morning coffee, but I got a little tea, a little tea with me this morning, man. Um, I, I do each and every, you know, not each week, but um, my, my lady and I have been doing a dopamine detox. And uh, for those who don't know, I am also, you know, a a a a, a, a fitness coach. Um, I'm a strength and conditioning coach. I've been doing it for a very long time. And uh, one thing that uh, obviously health and fitness is something that I think all of us should really pay attention to and really, you know, uh, embrace. But uh, I know for myself, man, it's something that I, there's still a lot of shit that I do terribly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I, I tell people I'm, I'm always one of those damn near do what I say and not as I do type of dudes. Uh, but um, 
But I'm doing this dopamine detox for my lady. That's like no bud, which obviously, as you guys know, with our sponsors, No Club Official, uh, I partake. I definitely partake. Come on, man. I live in L.A. and I came from Chicago, man. This is how we get down. Um, you know, so between, you know, that and, um, and you know, just getting rid of the sugars, man. You know, nobody get taking the sugars out of your diet for a week. Um, no music, nothing that, that ends up bringing that dopamine. Only time I'm able to really watch TV is, uh, is when I'm doing all my fight preps and everything like that. Cause let's just keep it a bean. Shit's my job. So I have to sit back and actually break down, uh, everything that is, that's actually going on. So super important, you know, but we, I've been doing it, man. And I can't lie to you guys. And I know people always say this shit. Oh, I feel better. Oh, I feel great. Man, I feel pretty good. Uh, I feel pretty good. Um, I, it's it, I'm going on, you know, two weeks without drinking coffee. As much as I love it, come on, fam. I'm Puerto Rican. You know, I love a little cafecito in la mañana. You know, a little bit of little coffee, a little espresso to get me going. Some bustelo in my life. I love that shit. But uh, you know what? It's been good to kind of you know lay off the caffeine and stuff like that. So we're gonna go ahead and you know we still we still waking and baking. We still you know making sure we getting a little coffee in our lives. But today we just got a little tea, some some little light. You know, get get, get me going uh in the day man uh but that that it is what it is all right um if you guys haven't had an opportunity to man episode 235 of the fight podcast we had an amazing guest on we had lisa b man lisa um Beasley, she came on the show and uh, she's an incredible, incredible, incredible creative. Uh, that YouTube episode is live and the podcast is also live. You guys should check it out, man. Uh, she has this show on Twitch. Um, and here, let me pull this up, bro, because I can't stunt. We watched it last night and I tell you one thing, I giggled my ass off. Her show is called The Blunt Doctor. All right. Uh, it's on Twitch and uh, it's The Blunt Doctor live. You can see it every other Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific time is only on Twitch, Chicago for real. Uh, check them out, Chicago for real underscore on underscore Twitch. Uh, check them out, man. Um, the show, the first episode last night, uh, it's incredible. You guys will crack up, man. Um, she does it so well. She's brilliant. But uh, check out uh, the episode 235 of the Fight Podcast. I'm telling you, you guys are going to love that. And check it out, man. We have some dope ass interviews coming up. We got some fighters coming up, man. Uh, some pretty big names. We got some coaches. And um, I'm Oh, we're keeping with the culture. You know what I'm saying? We keep with the culture. I have so many other uh, incredible, incredible guests uh, coming on uh, that are a part of the culture and are really sitting here moving it forward. I have a couple, you know, incredible creatives coming on, incredible photographers and everything coming on, videographers, um, activists. I have a couple senators coming on. So look, man, we're keeping the party going, man. We're keeping the party going. And I'm telling you, man, if you love combat sports, if you love culture, yo, tell everybody about the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe to fight podcast. All right. All right, man. Uh, let, let's keep it going, man. Let me take a little sip of this here. Tea, right? You know? All right. First and foremost, man, in the news, bro, it seems like it might be official. It might be. And I can't lie, I as much shit as I talk about, buddy, I'm excited. It looks like we might have the return, the legitimate return of Conor fucking McGregor. Conor McGregor might be coming back, people. And uh, it, it seems like it's official. It seems like we're going to get the rematch uh, end up being in, in, in January. Second week of January is going to be with uh, Dustin Poirier. It seems like both men have signed off and it seems like a fight that's actually going to go ahead and actually happen. Right. I'm excited. It looks like this shit's actually going to go ahead and happen. And, um, and it's crazy, man. I'm over here looking at the camera right now. I thought I did my hair nicely. Yeesh. I'm over here looking rough. 
<laughs> but uh, uh, but um but man look at it man um this this fight is a fight that i think a lot of people wanted to see um as much as i am not a fan of what conor mcgregor has become outside of the octagon outside uh of what he actually does man when he's in in the game when he's actually performing conor mcgregor is one of the most entertaining uh fighters in the sport and at the end of the day man it's it's better when he's there you know what i'm saying so with him coming back, um, it, it leads to a lot of questions. Okay. First and foremost, is this fight actually going to happen? Is it going to happen? Okay. And there's obviously you, you almost with Connor, which is unfortunate that we have to say this shit, but sometimes you got to kind of take his shit with a grain of salt, right? He always says he's coming back. He always says he's competing. But the difference between this time as others is that he's actually speaking on it. And then the other athlete is agreeing. Um, Dana White confirmed that they sent out the, out the contracts. Conor Gregor said he accepted. And so did Dustin Poirier. So the fact that we have everybody involved seeming like it's an agreement, I'm going to say this. I am about 80% certain that this fight is actually going to happen, okay? Um, so what what does that mean? What does that mean for a return of Conor McGregor? So check this out. And this is Conor McGregor's tweet, and I'm going to read it for you guys. I accept January 23rd is on. My goal is to see the fight take place on Cowboy Stadium proper style. Jerry Jones is a friend, and the stadium can hold our crowd. I'll be ready for Texas, and Texas will be ready for my fans. Then Manny. All right. Hashtag McGregor Sports and Entertainment. Okay. A um, couple things. Conor McGregor wants this fight to happen in with fans. Uh, and this is what they're hoping for in terms of, you know, they say hope that by January shit can open up. Well, I got news for you guys. And I know for those who listen and, you know, so some other people out there, they, they think that we're just constantly, you know, on the, the social justice warrior train or whatever. But let's just keep it a bean. Um, COVID isn't going anywhere. Uh, the the numbers currently in Europe right now are spiking. It seems like there's another way of hitting. So the idea that this is actually going to be at Cowboy Stadium with fans is just unrealistic. They're not going to make the money that they actually want for that. And not only are they not going to get the money that they actually want for that, they're not going to be able to uh, uh, fill fans in there. So I absolutely do not agree. I think if there's a I'll give you five, a 10% chance. I'll give you a 10% chance that actually does happen at Cowboy Stadium, but I think it's a 90% chance this ends up happening at the Apex. Um, I think they're going to market the fuck out of it. Um, they might even make it a, a, a higher paying pay-per-view. I'm sure they're going to end up stacking the card, uh, but um, I don't see it happening at Cowboy Stadium. It is what it is. Um, now, let, let's talk about, and really quick, the idea of this fight, okay? This fight in itself... And what will it actually tell us? This fight is going to tell us a couple of different things. This fight is going to tell us exactly, first and foremost, where is Conor McGregor? Has the time off hindered him to the point that he's actually not the same guy that he used to be? Remember, the first time they fought was at 145 pounds. Um, it was a weight class that a lot of us totally understand that was a just too much of a weight cut for Dustin Poirier. He has exceeded the expectations since he's moved up in weight. And now that he has that 55, he's an absolute killer. He's a former intern champion. I mean, dude, come on. It's fucking Dustin Poirier. Dude is a savage. We love Dustin Poirier. So when I look at this and I think about, you know, actually what, what's going on with it. Um, again, this fight is going to tell me where is, where is Conor McGregor. And it's also going to tell me, was the first fight youth 
inexperience in mind games from Conor McGregor, or is it legitimately that Conor McGregor is just Dustin Poirier's kryptonite? It is a legitimate thing. Um, I know I've been on record saying that I believe that Conor McGregor uh, will lose to Dustin Poirier. But the more I think about this fight and the more I think stylistically, I mean, I think this is a great matchup. Um, now, first and foremost, ESPN, I know you guys aren't listening to me, but hopefully somebody there is. Y'all got to stop having Max Kellerman and, and Stephen A. Smith talk about MMA. You guys have to. Please bring somebody on there who actually understands the sport. You guys have, you know, analysts and shit that come off of other sports. Fam, let's get analysts to come off of MMA as well. Max Kellerman went out there and called Dustin Poirier this like black belt jujitsu like savant on the ground. Like, yes, is he good on the ground? Yeah, but is that his fucking game? No, man, this dude is a boxer. He's gonna stand up and punch you directly in the mouth. And if you actually watched his fights, you would understand and you would know that. Uh, the fact that that's not happening and you guys they don't see that. Come on, man. Like y'all being fucking goofy. Okay, uh, don't be goofy. Uh, let's let's get real breakdown. So, um. Other part of this is, is he doing this in order to prop himself up to end up fighting Manny Pacquiao? I, I do believe that he does want to fight Manny Pacquiao, and I think that is a fight that will happen afterwards. But if he takes a bad loss to Dustin Poirier, which is an absolute possibility, is there going to be a market for that? So that is definitely something that people really do have to take into account. But salute to Conor McGregor, salute to Dustin Poirier. The fact that this is a fight that we truly, I believe, will end up seeing happen. Like I said, man, I'm very certain, 80% certain or so that this fight legitimately will happen. I cannot wait. I love it. Um, salute to everybody involved. All right, moving right along. Tomorrow, tomorrow, this shit is finally here. Tomorrow, man, I cannot wait. Uh, we have the Korean zombie Chen Sung Jung uh, fighting against Brian Ortega. Look, a lot has come up on this fight, okay? There was the beef with Jay Park and, and Brian Ortega slapping the shit out of Buddy. And uh, and there's been, you know, a lot of back talk back and forth. This fight is going to be happening, you know, people have wanted it for months and months and months. And Dana White also said the winner of this fight will end up getting the title shot, which is totally understandable. And that person should absolutely get the title shot, whoever wins this, this upcoming uh, bout. Uh, but I do have a couple concerns. Uh, first and foremost, Brian Ortega has not competed in over two years. Yes, part of it was injury, but part of it was that ass whooping that he took uh, to Max Holloway. Is he ready? Is he, is he legitimately the guy that we believe that he was at one point back when is he still that guy we don't know um that so there's so many question marks also there's there's the 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 thought of weight cut there's a lot of speculation going on right now that again if you guys have not watched the weigh-ins uh, i'm telling you right now go ahead and check them out brian ortega who used to have the long flowing samson like hair yo fam buddy chopped up it chopped off his hair and now granted he's donating his hair the charity, which I obviously salute to you, he's, he's for children with cancer, uh, being a, a person, a, a guy who had cancer, in, you know, in his mid-20s, uh, I, I appreciate that. Salute to you, sir, I do. Uh, but it also brings into question if he's actually, it, it, did he struggle with the weight cut? You know, we don't know. And and again, a lot of us will, will find out very soon uh, on the fight. On the other side, we're talking about the Korean zombie. Uh, the Korean zombie is somebody who was four and one since he came back from his couple years off in, in the military. And then I, I look at a couple of different things. I look at their fights. They're, they're two shared opponents. They had uh, Frankie Edgar 
the, the former champion, the monster Frankie Edgar, and, uh, and uh, or Hanato Moicano. We can go ahead and back look at both those fights. It's not even close. Brian Ortega had his issues with both guys. He won, but he had his issues. He was handily losing to Moicano, pulled one out of his ass, ended up getting a f- crazy finish. And don't get it. We, we, we can't forget the, the uppercut from hell that ended up uh, knocking out Frank Yeager. I'll give you that. But if you go back and look at what Chen Sung Jung did, the Korean zombie did, yo, he walked through those boys. It wasn't even close. It literally made Hanato Moikano move to a different weight class. He whooped his ass so bad. So these are a couple questions that I actually have. Um, also, a couple of things. If you look at it, man, Brian Ortega, he is a blood and guts. He is that 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 Mexican warrior. He, he brings his nuts with him when he comes in, in fights. And I appreciate that. But I really do believe that in a fight of this magnitude, the type of guy, I mean, I think he takes too many shots. And granted, a lot of these shots, uh, and if you look at the stats, were because of the Max Holloway beatdown that he took. But he lands four strikes per minute, which is a lot. He, he's a volume guy. He's tough as nails. But he absorbs eight strikes per minute. Yo, you never want to be two to one on that end, absorbing strikes. And then you have somebody as, as dominant and as scary as a Korean zombie going out here. I, I just don't see Brian Ortega winning this fight. Can he win this fight? I do. But being that, um, I, I do leave a momentum. I think Korean Zombie has it. And um, I, I see him winning this fight. It's going to be in Fight Island. It is free on ESPN. And uh, this one is going to be very, very, very good. I cannot wait to watch this matchup. And um, and again, the rest of the card itself, it, it is what it is. But that fight specifically, I cannot wait for. All right, uh, let's talk about also, and I know we keep moving right along, man. We j- jumping through these. And again, I want to hit these topics for you guys because these morning coffees and fight news. Look, man, I want to have a good time. I want to talk a little shit, but I want to get you guys this information. I want to get you guys these picks and I want to keep the party rolling, right? So, all right. So let, let's go ahead and also, last night we had a Bellator 249 headlined by uh, the great Chris Cyborg, okay? She went out there and fought Arlene Glencoe. Now, uh, that fight in itself, what did it show me? Um, Chris Cyborg was a minus twelve hundred favorite in this fight, and honestly, it it should have been more. It, it seemed like Arlene Glencoe, she came in shape, she was ready. Uh, she beat Julia Budd last time by unanimous decision. She's tough as it gets, and yo, there's fucking levels to this game. There are so fucking levels to this game, and I'll be a very, very, very honest with you. Um, it's Amanda Nunes, Chris Cyborg. 1A, 1B. And then there's a gap. I actually, I, let me rephrase that. I think uh, Shevchenko is right up under there. She's probably your, your, your two. And then between them, there's a, there's a huge gap. She's one of the greatest of all time. And one cool thing that I'm seeing after all this is it seems, seems like uh, Chris Cyborg is consistently still evolving. Um, after her long storied career, she literally got her first against, you know, she got a second round um, stoppage. Uh, she gets her first submission rear naked choke of her career. But one of the things that I saw, not only is the development of her patience. She's so patient. She's calculated. She's an absolute killer out there. I mean, the reason that she ended up getting caught by Amanda Nunes was because she rushed in. She got overzealous and got her ass whooped. Um, 
she's patient, she was chill, she's calm in the, the development of her overall game. She was able to take down Glencoe. She was able to control her on the ground. She was able to outstrike her. She was able to outpace her. And she looked incredible, incredible, incredible doing it, man. Um, great performance by her. Uh, who is she going to fight next? I mean, let's be honest, who cares? I mean, I think she's going to keep walking through people. Will the UFC and Bellator end up doing a, 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 a co-promoted event no, Dana don't play like that. Uh, would Scott Coker be open for it? Of course he would be. Uh, but Dana White will, is not open for those type of things. And it's not going to end up happening with Dana White. So uh, unfortunately, we won't see that. But she is doing incredible with Bellator. It's so nice to see. She looks happy. She looks happy and she put on an incredible performance. Um, overall, uh, Bellator 249 was fun. It was a fun card. Um, and one thing I have to admit, man, is that Bellator has done an amazing, amazing job of developing talent, okay? Um, Alejandro uh, Ego went out there and beat one of our friends, a uh, friend of the show, uh, Ricky Bandejas. Alejandro Ego is a former LFA 135-pound champion. And uh, look, he, he dominated that fight, man, especially on the ground. And sometimes he made Ricky Bandejas, who is an absolute killer, seem like he didn't even belong there. So when I saw this, man, yo, let, let's just keep it a beam. Bellator's 135 pounds might be the best 135 pound weight class in the entire world. Seriously. It's super stacked. It's super deep. And Bellator, I've said it time and time again, they're doing an amazing job of developing talent, man. A lot of fun. And they have another couple great cards coming up, man. On October 29th, at the end of the month, we have, in my opinion, the best welterweight in the world, Douglas Lima fighting one of the best uh, middleweights in the world for the midway title in Gegard Musasi. Um, I love this matchup. It's going to tell us so much. And I will be very honest with you. I, I, I think Lima gets it done. I think he is he's the best welterweight in the world. He's one of the guys who's in the top five pound per pound of the world. He's that good. And people would be, just because he's with Bellator, don't give him that credit, man. But Bellator, man, they're doing an amazing job of building credit. They're doing an amazing job of um, of just, just evolving and developing people, man. And they're putting on some good shows. Now, are they as stacked and as deep as the UFC cards? Fuck no. Fuck no. But um, but at the end of the day, man, the events that they put on, they're bringing the Grand Prix back. Uh, I put it on the, the Fight Podcast uh, IG page. Uh, they have the... Um, the, they have the fights coming back up here, and I'll and I put it right here for you guys. Um, they have some amazing uh, fight cards coming up. Uh, let, me, let me get this for one second for you guys, because um, it was just announced. MMA Jack Yes, uh, we, we finally got the, the Patricky... Um, Fieri versus Pedro Cavallo fights coming up, which is a fight that I cannot wait for. Again, a 35 pound uh, Grand Prix coming back up. We also have the fight that I cannot wait for is the Darian Caldwell versus AJ McKee fight. 16 and 0 AJ McKee versus champion Darian Caldwell. Man, this fight right there to me, that is one of the going to be one of the fights of the year. I cannot wait for that. And that happens November 19th. So I'm telling you, Bellator has some great events coming up, man. This is going to be super, super, super. Super dope. All right. Uh, look, 
let's go ahead and move on to the biggest fights of the weekend. And the biggest fight of the weekend is hands down. We had a whole episode dedicated to it. Uh, if you guys get a chance, check it out. Episode 236 of the Fight Podcast with my brother from another man, the guru, B-Cam. He came on the show and we talked all things boxing. And we talked about this matchup between the the the, the pound for very pound for pound number one, Vasily Lomachenko against the upstart, the beast, the monster, the man who could, who could possibly be king in Teofimo Lopez. Yo, this matchup is going to be great. And, and I know we've given our predictions and everything, but the more I think about it, man, I, I don't think I'm giving enough props to Teofimo Lopez. Teofimo Lopez is special. He, 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 he's one of those guys that pops off the screen. It's because of his explosion. It's because of his, his footwork. He is just as crafty and as creative as a Lomachenko. He's an orthodox, an orthodox like a Roy Jones Jr., he has that athleticism. He has that power. And when you have guys that have that, they're difficult to time. Granted, Lomachenko, like I said before, has 400 amateur fights and an extensive record. But fuck, man. When you look at it, when you think about it, man, it, this, this could go anyway. Um, obviously, I'm still picking Lomachenko for a late stoppage. But I think this fight is going to be much more difficult than a lot of people anticipate. Uh, keep your eyes and ears open. This is also going to be for free for us, man. It's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Holy shit. We get two amazing cards on ESPN+. Plus this weekend. We get the, the boxing card between Teofimo Lopez and, uh, and Lomachenko. And then we also get the Korean Zombie and, um, and, and, uh, and, and, and Brian Ortega. This is going to be incredible. Uh, great weekend of fights, man. And... Uh, Shit, man, I can't wait. So just to let you guys know, like I said, I got uh, I got uh, Loma winning that fight, and I have Chen Song Jung winning in those main events. Uh, I will also on our social media for both cards. Obviously, like we do every fight now, I will do the, all of my picks, and I'll put them out there for you guys to check out. So follow the Fight Podcast, man. Uh, check us out there. Like I said, listen to Fight Podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available: Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Check us out at the website, thefightpodcast.com. Listen, like, subscribe, tell your friends about us, and also shoot us a line, man. We have our newsletter that comes out. We have all the fire, fire shit that we got going in the week. Uh, real quick, music wise, yo, this Benny the Butcher dropped. Uh, it's with Hip Boy. I cannot fucking wait to i already listened to half of it that shit is straight heat benny is a fucking monster uh also the legend black thought dropped another album man i cannot wait to listen to that one so keep your eyes and ears open as you guys have um you guys know each and every week what we do we do our spotify playlist uh this week i was thinking about jazzing it up a little bit man um there's there's some some really fucking fire jazz that I that I wanted to put up there, man. But with all this Benny and Black Thought, man, I might just have to go lyrical with it for y'all and drop some super lyrical ass uh, playlist. So keep your eyes and ears open. If you guys want access to that, uh, go ahead and shoot me a line. Check us out. Um, we have a link tree directly on the Fight Podcast page uh, and so much more, man. But without further ado, man, that is about all the time I have today, man, on the Fight Podcast. Thank you guys always for joining us on the show. As you guys know, this episode. So 236 of the greatest combat or 237, my bad, of the greatest combat sports coach show of the entire universe. I'm your host, the underground king, Sergio Vicente. I'll see you guys next time right here on the Fight Podcast. Deuces. I can turn it off. <laughs>